0: And for more on this, we joined on the line now by Deputy Director-General at DTI, Zodwan Tuli. Thanks for your time this morning, Ms. Ntuli.
1: Thank you very much, second, and good morning to the listeners.
0: Ms. Ntuli, what was the basis for this proposal?
1: Um, let me just correct again. Um, we are not uh, putting out regulations. What is out for public comment is a revision to the current policy. And the revision is just you know, on, the, on a few issues that have been um, um, identified as problems. And then most of the of the, the things that are being revised are revised from a public health perspective. There are a number of issues that um, are required to be balanced in, in, in promoting the trade of liquor in the country, as well as the socioeconomic effect. So we are basically putting out a policy that deals with a number of issues, including increasing the capacity to enforce, as well as education awareness, but also increasing the, 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 the coordination within government to actually address the issues better. So in the, in the, uh, the policy document that is out for comments, comments will be um, allowed up until the 13th of, of August, and we are actually wanting people to give us their views around the issue one, the suggestion that has been put to the table, to increase the age limit for the sale of alcohol from 18 to 21. The second one is to put some restrictions or restrictions on the advertising of liquor products, as well as um, looking at the issue of enhancing the liability on the suppliers of alcohol to deal effectively with the issue of illegal illegal trading.
0: Now, uh, looking at uh, increasing uh, the age limit there, how practical is this if one considers that in South Africa as an 18-year-old, you can vote, you can drive, you can start a family, you can sign contracts, but you can't buy beer then if this is uh, adopted. How practical is that?
1: Look, um what we can say is that this is this is one of the recommendations that have to deal with a restriction of access, restricting the access to the product. All right, because the product is not an ordinary product; it's a harmful product that has got the potential um, to to be. It is addictive. It is an addictive product, and it is a drug. A drug, even though it's a soft drug, but it is a drug. So, from a public health perspective. There are a number of strategies that are recommended worldwide by the World Health Organization, and one of the strategies include limiting the access. And limiting the access has got to do with the issues around pricing, um, you know, increasing the prices of the product, increasing the the the, the 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 inconvenience uh, to get to the product. And, and also including the age limit. So there are a number of uh, interventions that can be put into place, and the age limit one has been tested in other countries, but I think it's not, it's not, it's not more about um, whether it will be practical, but more about um, the kind of a society you want to, 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 to create, whether it's fine that um, at this point in time, young people and the men in which alcohol is advertised attract young people and actually make drinking a cool thing to do and, 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 and knowing what the effects are. I think it is important that we just have that consideration in mind. But it will be practical because it's really an, a condition that is put on a trader that supplies to a particular a, a segment of the market. To say you can't sell to people, it's in the same way that you say you can't sell to people that are under 18, except now that it will say you can't sell to any person that is under the age of 21. So it's just basically increasing uh, the limit uh, to the access to the product. But will that not just give rise
0: to uh, you know, more illicit consumption? Because you say this has worked in other countries, yes, but uh, they have been able to enforce the law, uh, which unfortunately is yes. not the case in South Africa.
1: Um, you know, like the, there's one thing that um, we must also remember that in other countries where we're talking enforcement, um, it's enforcement that in South Africa a lot of people say it's, you know, you're increasing the cost of doing business, you're increasing regulatory burden and so forth. In other countries where um, uh, liquor regulations are effectively enforced, uh, in fact, you can't even get out of the outlet with alcohol if you didn't have your ID with you. So in South Africa, that is not what is required. In South Africa, all that is required from the trader is to say, if you can see that a person might be younger than what they say they are, um, you need to verify that age. It doesn't require them to have the system where they must produce an ID at all times. So what we're saying is that we need to balance what we're talking about in terms of um, enforcement, because enforcement talks to the issue of police monitoring, the inspectors monitoring, but a lot of a, a license condition is actually a trading tool. And as a trading tool, it is a responsibility of the trader to actually work according to that in order to actually enforce the, 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 the restriction that is put on the table. Thank so you. I think it's going to be a responsibility of all of us, the traders, the communities, as well as the, uh, the government to monitor the implementation of all of this.